CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with my co-host, Mike Molino, and with Marv Azan. We've got a little running back issue here in New England now. Well, kind of. So on Monday, we got word that the Patriots signed former Houston Texan, former Miami Dolphin, which I don't know why. And I know like he he popped off in Miami, but I kind of forgot that he played for the Dolphins for a little while. I don't know why I forgot because again, like that's where he like made his name. But you're I forgot. The only he was one, I tell you, you're not the only one. So Lamar Miller coming to the New England Patriots on a one-year deal. It's it's a band-aid year. They're just throwing guys in here on one-year deals left and right. So with that signing, remember previously we got word that Sony Michelle put on the PUP list. We know this guy's got a history of injuries. So when I saw that signing, the first thought in my head is, oh, no, is this Tony Michelle injury worse than we thought? So, guys, that's the question. Does this Patriots signing of Lamar Miller worry you about Sony Michelle? Is Sony Michelle in trouble? Is this guy actually hurt worse than we thought? And is this signaling that Sony Michelle might be out for a good chunk of the season, at least to start it off? Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? How does Lamar Miller's signing relate to Sony Michelle and his injuries? I mean, Lamar Miller is your insurance for the year, just in case something is really seriously up with Sony Michelle. I don't think we should put the panning button for Sony Michelle just yet. Um, there's the real quote unquote training camp starts on Monday of next week in, uh, in August. So we'll see. You know, we'll get some Sony Michelle updates going further. But this backfield is still. In good shape once you added Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller, we all know, is a dual threat. He can run the ball efficiently, and he can catch the ball outside the backfield. Probably think of like a better Rex Burkhead, in my opinion. Then you have James White, who I believe is going to have a monster year paired up with Cam Newton as the starting quarterback. And then Damian Harris. This team still likes Damian Harris. You've been hearing some good reports coming out this past week or so from the running back coach saying how much better Damian Harris has gotten in the year how much more efficient he's been. So like this backfield, even with or without Sony Michelle coming out of the pup, this is what the third year in a row that he's had a injury riddled offseason where he's needed to get some type of surgery and whatnot. So it's unfortunate for Sony that he hasn't been able to start off fast and going going strong. But this is where we are right now and when you add a Lamar Miller to the team, you're saying that you are ready to move on without Sony Michelle just in case. Well, so, again, that's my whole concern with this is Lamar Miller feels like it's, even if it is just a safety precaution, I'm worried that his signing is, okay, this might be a serious issue with Sony Michelle. So this is the parachute. This is the safety blanket here in Lamar Miller because – our guy, our first-round draft pick from a couple years ago when Nick Chubb was still on the board, is hurt again. Mike, what do you think? I'm, I think I've about had enough of Sony Michelle, if we're being completely honest. In my opinion, you know, I understand this guy is, what, 26 years old, I think? No, he's like 25 years old, I, I believe. Um, and like Marv said, his third year, going on fourth year, or whatever the case may be, Every season, he seems to be dealing with some kind of issue. He seems to have to go into every year where he's he's going in hobbled. He's coming off off-season surgery. He has to miss an X amount of games to start the year. 
because something's always going on. That's a lot for a guy who's fairly young. And, you know, the Patriots have, I think, came into this offseason with the approach of, okay, we're not throwing all our eggs in the basket of Sony Michelle being the lead back because it just seems as it it's not going to work out in terms of what his health is looking like, which is why I really, I really, really like the Lamar Miller signing. I feel as if, you know, Sony Michelle could be out the door very soon. You know, Damian Harris is a guy. I remember way back when we did our draft. You think you think Bill's just done? You think Bill's fed up? Is kick his ass out? I mean, he's there. They're not gonna just. They're they're gonna see what they can possibly get out of him. But obviously, I think the signing of Lamar Miller means a lot. You know, they could have said, okay, we're gonna see. You know, Sony Michelle get healthy and still try to ride the the combination of him, Burkhead, and James White. But I feel as if they're like, look. We're not going to be waiting around for Sony Michelle to maybe get right and hopefully have a good year. Let's bring in a, bring in a guy, a proven veteran in this league who can, who knows he, we can depend on him to get the job done. I know he's coming off of a torn ACL injury, but he had that injury way back in the preseason of last year, so he's had a lot of time uh, to recover. But I believe that you know Sony Michelle could quite possibly be taking a huge backseat because, like I was just about to mention, I think the emergence of Damian Harris is right around the corner. You know, I remember talking about him on the draft show we did and how excited I was when they got him because I believe he's coming out of Alabama. And any guy coming out of Alabama, I am a fan of. So uh, the writing might be on the wall for Sony Michelle and his future in New England because, say, Lamar Jackson comes – I mean, sorry, Lamar Miller comes in and has a great year. Uh, Damian Harris really starts to show some, some spurts of being somebody that they can depend on. Why do you need Sony Michelle? Thanks for what you've done over the last couple of years, but, you know, this train is going to keep on moving without you, possibly. You know what my least favorite excuse to Sony Michelle has been? And look, I, I want Sony Michelle to be successful here in New England. If he comes back, great. But you know my least favorite thing about Sony Michelle, and, and I've fallen victim to this too, the excuse every time is he's a product of his offensive line. If his offensive line's playing well, then he'll play well. Well, okay, but if this guy's going to be a first-round caliber running back, I want more than that. I want if the I want if the offensive line is struggling, I still want this running back to put up some kind of production. So, with the Lamar Miller signing, you can look at it one of two ways here in New England. The Patriots, if if Sony Michelle wasn't an injury-riddled running back who's constantly hurt, the Lamar Miller signing would be okay. They got a veteran on a one-year deal, much like a Jordan Matthews a couple year ago, a couple years ago. If he works, if he strikes gold, great. They hit on him. But if he doesn't, they cut him. That's all the signing would be to me. But because it's Sony Michelle, this signing, to me, it scares me. It's worrisome for the young running back that is Sony Michelle because, he's again, he's just constantly hurt. And this signing tells me one thing. I think that this foot surgery that he's recovering from is taking a little longer to recover than they initially thought. And even Mike Lombardi on the GM Shuffle podcast, he said, quote, I think Sonny Michelle is probably destined for the reserve PUP. Mike Lombardi's tied in with the Patriots. He thinks he's destined for the reserve slash PUP. I think he'll probably miss the first half of the season. I don't think there's any chance the Patriots are going to rush him back. So I think this injury, I think we know now, again, just by taking the clues from this Lamar Miller signing, that Sony Michelle's hurt worse than they thought in this recovery timetable is taking a little bit longer than they thought. But you, I mean, you guys, Lamar Miller, that's another exciting signing. 
couple years ago, if you told me the Patriots would have Lamar Miller and Cam Newton on this team, I'd be like, what the hell are you smoking? It's not a bad, it's not a bad pickup from the Patriots at all, especially one person we didn't mention, Brendan Bolden's not on the team either. So you add you add in a right. Lamar, Lamar who is a better runner than Brandon Bolden. Obviously, you miss Bolden for special teams and such, but Lamar Mill could add extra depth to that running back um, situation that's already has has good pieces on it already. All right, this is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with my co-host, Mike Molino, and with Marv Zahn. Let's talk about a name that doesn't really get the juices flowing too much, but people like to talk about him here and there because he had a pretty big preseason last year. He jumped onto the scene. Him and Jared Stidham in the preseason. They looked tight. They looked good. It looked like a good connection going down the line. We went into the season. We were like, this guy is going to put up numbers. And then he didn't do it. Jacoby Myers, undrafted free agent heading into last year. Patriots obviously pick him up. 26 receptions, 359 yards, and zero touchdowns. So, guys, let's talk about Jacoby Myers here. What should we expect from this guy heading into this year? Because obviously the receiving court's not great. It's it's shallow. You got Sanu, you got Edelman, uh, you got Harry. And I thought you were going to have Marquise Lee, but that's out the window. He's gone. And Jacoby Myers. So realistically, we don't know what Harry's going to be. We don't know what Jacoby Myers is going to be. One of those two guys is going to have to step up. What do you think about Jacoby Myers this season? Do you think that he could take a big jump? Do you think he's going to be a productive part of this offense? Or, honestly, if he doesn't have a great year, he might be gone after this year. So, Mike, let's start with you. What do you think here? What should we expect from Jacoby Myers this season? I mean... First and foremost, those two guys that you mentioned, Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry going into the second year, they're going to have to make some kind of leap here, obviously. But keying in on Jacoby Myers, unfortunately for him, it's looking like he's probably going to be possibly, maybe I'm being generous here, but possibly fourth on the depth chart when you're looking at a wide receiver behind Edelman, uh, Sanu, Nikhil Harry, and then possibly Jacoby Myers is that fourth option. Um, I don't think it's generous because they don't have anything else. They don't have anybody else. You don't know if anybody else is going to emerge, but you're assuming that if you're they've looking got, at they've the got, roster, Yeah, they've got some guys. but Yeah, they have some guys that they brought in, but you're assuming looking at the roster, and of course, who's been here, you know, he's going to be that fourth option. Now, the thing that is possibly going to help a guy like Jacoby, My- uh, Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry is they're no longer playing with a quarterback who only wants to look towards his favorite guys and the veteran guys. If you look at last year, and I was looking at some stats, Jacoby Myers, he, he played in uh, 15 games, I believe. In those 15 games, he had 41 targets. Sanu came to the Patriots, only played eight games, and had 47 targets. That goes to show you who Tom Brady was looking at uh, as, as, as guys are lined up on the field. You know, he wants the veteran guys on his team, obviously, and he wants the guys he's comfortable with. I feel as if this year, you know, whether it's Stidham or most likely going to be Cam Newton, you know, they're going to want to use any and everybody to try to find success. Obviously, you knew Brady and Edelman, I mean, Brady and Edelman or Brady and James White and even years before Brady and Gronk, they had that connection. There was no question about those guys producing when they're on the field together. You got these new quarterbacks or quarterbacks stepping in. Man, if you can get open and you can run some right routes and get open for, for, for them, they'll find you. I don't care who it is. So I think that's really going to help Jacoby Myers this year, knowing that, you know, it's not a situation where, oh, I got to 
do my best to maybe impress the veteran to hopefully get a ball. You just got to show up, man, in these practices and whatnot and show that you can be reliable. And I feel as if, you know, it's it's wide open for him to be a, a, a key part of this team and show why we were all hyped up about him from last year's uh, preseason. Maybe he can find and, and, and find that, that, that energy that he had from last preseason and carry it over to this season. And they need, again, they need either Harry or they need Myers to step up. Yes. Absolutely. This is not, it's not going to be a successful season if both of those guys essentially do what they did last year. We saw spurts from both of them here and there, but Myers fell victim to the Tom Brady. Oh, you didn't have a great game. Oh, you ran a wrong route. I think there was it's one ball. Me. I think it was Myers. Uh, Brady bombed it downfield and Myers just stopped short. and was looking for the ball behind him. And it was over for Myers after that, probably. Trust. Light of day again. Trust, gone. And I'm sorry if that wasn't him, but I know that happened at one point, and I think it was Myers. Trust, gone, boom. So Myers kind of getting a second chance here yep. with a new quarterback. Marv, what do you think? Jacoby Myers is a guy I really like. But unfortunately, with his position, because we're talking about wide receivers, there's the outside, the X, and then there's the Z, the slot receiver. <clears throat> and Jacoby Myers plays the Z. And he's down in he's down in the food chain when it comes to that. Because you have obviously Julian Edelman, he has that locked up. And you got Muhammad Sanu, who also is an interior receiver. People want to think that he's an X. He's not. He's an interior receiver. He's a slot who, guy. Yeah, he's a slot guy. And you know, the Patriots are gonna make him interchangeable inside, outside, but he's a Z as well. So you that's already Edelman Sanu. You have Nikhil Harry who we all know is going to make the roster. He's your ex. He's going to be your outside guy. And he's not even a prototypical ex either, but we're going to use him as the outside guy. Now, who's going to be that third Z option? Sure, we can try to say it's Jacoby Myers from what we saw in the preseason um, last year, but he has also competition. You still have Gunner on this team who not only provides that slot role, but he also brings it in the special teams area where he can – you know, provide punt return or you can provide kick return for you. You have this undrafted free agent who I'm a big fan of, Jeff Thomas. This is a guy, the reason he didn't get drafted is due to, you know, um, discipline issues in college. But if he can get his head straight, 5'9 receiver from Miami, had 80-plus receptions, over 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns. He is a, a dynamic receiver he also plays the z and can also be a phenomenal kick returner so jacoby Myers is not someone we've seen do the special teams area as well but he's going to need to try to find other ways to affect this team to to be able to make it because the z option right now is loaded you have already edelman you have some who's going to be that other guy you have the mere bird he's going to be under Nikhil Harry, i believe in that in that um, um depth chart so Jacoby has a battle in his hands. I think he's a talented receiver. He showed it to us. He showed us what his relationship with Stidham was perfect. Now, can he build that with Cam Newton as well during this offseason? We'll see. He might be getting saved here, too, because, I mean, I mean, let's let's call it for what it is. There's always a chance that he could get cut this year. But He's an unattractive free agent. They, have, they don't owe him anything. Who didn't have a great year last year. Like, he could get cut, but he might be getting saved because the other guys who could take his spot, he's already been in the system. He knows the system. He played last year. The other guys who could beat him out, they don't have the opportunity this year to show it in preseason football. They don't. 
So the Patriots could always be like, hey, this guy knows the system. This guy played here last season. This guy understands our offense. Get him out there. And you're right, Marv. We have seen what Jacoby Myers can do. Again, we saw it last preseason. He was pretty good last preseason. He made us excited. And we were hoping he could carry, he could carry that into the offense for, the, for last season. But he couldn't do it. He struggled. Tom Brady didn't trust him. He was essentially out of the offense. Nowhere to be seen after that. But he's got the talent. Year two is going to be big for him. If he doesn't produce this year, he will not be back with the team the following season. So, he won't. So sorry. <laughs> it's, he won't. He's got to produce this season. He's got to play out of his ass. Unless Jared Stidham says, please, Bill, please bring him back. And then Bill's going to be like, you idiot. You've, had, you've never even started for this team. Shut up. Jacoby Myers has the talent to do it. Let's see if he can do it. I think he can. I think he can do it, but let's see. He's lucky he's got Cam Newton. Haven't given up faith on Jacoby yet, but this is a big year for him. It's a massive year for him. All right, anything else on Jacoby before we wrap up? Wish him the best of luck, man. It's going to be a battle out there, but hopefully he'll find his way. CLNS Media, Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualley, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, follow us on Twitter and check us out on all of our other YouTube videos that we've dropped as well underneath the CLNS Media Patriots Press Pass on YouTube. And also rate and subscribe on iTunes too. Our show is actually underneath the Patriots Post Game Show. Again, Nick Qualley, Marvazan, Mike Molino. We're going to be back next week, guys, for another set of the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for watching. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.